All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord, thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm, a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been here for a while, thank you for tuning in, and we hope you get something out of tonight's message. And the title is Who Have warn you to flee see a lot of people don't know that god has an angry side god has wrath waiting for those who are disobedient i remember um talking to one of my friends a while ago about the bible and i mentioned something about yeah god the great and terrible god and he looked at me crazy and he said he thought that i said that he said that and he, he, he was like, uh, I didn't say that. Hold on now. No. And I was like, I know you didn't, but the Bible says it. It's in the book of Nehemiah. I think it's the first chapter somewhere around there. And it says, oh, God, the great and terrible God. See, we like to always talk about, you know, the love of God, how he's going to bless you, how he's going to do this and this and this. And nothing is wrong with that. But we also have to be have to be mindful of the wrath the angry side so we're going to be getting into that tonight we're going to be starting off in the book of saint luke the third chapter so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks so we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message thank you melvin as always we like to start by saying a prayer if you guys are willing to do it with us please bow your heads we encourage you to do so heavenly father we thank you for this bible study on tonight we thank you for uh, the lives that this Bible study reaches. We thank you for just everything you continually do for us, our life, health, and strength. Well, we thank you for the food, the air, uh, the things that we may take for granted. Well, we thank you for just giving us strength in our limbs, the activity of our body. Lord, we just want to thank you for everything. And Lord, we're praying for all of those afflicted, all of those going through depression, uh, anxiety, stress, uh, whatever it is that we're going through at this hour, Lord, we're praying uh, that you would strengthen us, that you would heal us, that you would open our eyes, open our understanding, that you would just continue to be that light in the tunnel. Lord, we know and we're praying that you would continue to always remind us, no matter what, that there is always joy in the midst of every storm. So, Lord, we're praying these many blessings in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, Melvin already introduced it. We're talking about the wrath. Because, you know, as I was sitting there listening to Melvin, I thought about uh, even Mama. <laughs> Mama has a good and a terrible side. Because... If you do what mama tells you to do, everything's going to be all fine. You're going to eat when you're supposed to. <laughs> she's going to take care of you. She's going to get you some clothes, get you some water. She's going to do whatever she needs to do to make sure that you're okay. But there's a terrible side also. When you start misbehaving, when you start disobeying what she said, when you start ignoring, when you start talking back. See, I know because I did these things. You better not talk underneath your breath. <laughs> you better not smack your lips. Oh, no. And you better not cry even after you got a whipping. She said, I'm going to give you something to cry for. Oh, yeah. So there's two sides of us 
And there's two sides of God. There's a great side, the side that's loving, the side that's caring that we always talk about. The side that uh, we all want to experience. That's the side that we're going to church every week wanting to hear. We just want to hear about the love of God and that's it. But why neglect the terrible side? Because we should want to learn about that so we can find out how to avoid it. See, it would be highly unfair of a child when the child is growing up to not know what he should and should not be doing. It would be highly unfair for him to not know that. And then his mother turns around and punish him for things he didn't even know. That's not that's not just. So God gives us this opportunity to learn of him. To find out what we should and should not do so we can avoid that terrible side, the great and terrible God. So tonight we're going to start off in the book of Luke. Uh, the third chapter, and uh, we'll read verse 7 here because it's important, all right? Then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him. We're talking about John the Baptist. He came preaching in the wilderness, crying out to people to tell them about the wrath that's what he came to talk about he came talking about this wrath the same the same topic i'm talking about tonight that's what he was talking about god is still sending forth preachers crying to warn about the wrath that's what um jonah had to do he had to go down and tell the people of nineveh look there's a wrath coming it was his job to go down there and tell them. We know he didn't want to do it. But after he seen. <laughs> he was introduced to the terrible guy. Because he found himself. In the belly of the whale. And he recognized. <laughs> I have to line up because I don't want to experience more of this. So we see God send preachers since the beginning of time to warn about the wrath that's what moses had to do with pharaoh tell him about the wrath if he were not to listen to god so john the baptist here was talking to the multitude all right oh generation of vipers who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come he said who's warned you about this has anybody told you about the wrath that's awaiting. There's certain things that no matter what we do, no matter how hard we try, they're unavoidable. Right now, you can eat the biggest buffet you ever had in your life. You can eat as much as you want. But I guarantee you, you will need to eat again. It's unavoidable. You will need to eat all over again. You can say, well, I never ate this before, so this is going to fulfill my hunger forever. <laughs> it's coming. Hunger is coming. That's what the wrath of God is. It's on the way. 
it cannot be stopped. So John asked, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? That's the same thing I'm wondering. Who's warned you about it? And if you say, I never heard about it, then I'm glad you stopped by because I want to warn you about the wrath of God that's awaiting. We're experiencing part of it right now. You can say you believe the coronavirus came from uh, Asia. You can believe it came from London. It doesn't matter to me where it came from. Because all that we know for certain is that it's here. This is God's doing. God allowed this to happen. This is his wrath. This is a part of his wrath. But there's much more to come. So. Uh. Read, read that last part. Read, read that verse over again for me. Then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Who has warned you? God's going to send the warning. You know, even on our cars, especially with the technology we have now, you get a little warning on your screen when something is not right. You get that the light comes on and it tells you you need to check the engine. This is a warning to you that if you don't hear this warning, you're not going to be able to drive. You're going to end up on the side of the road. I know we know about that <laughs> gaslight. It's a warning. <laughs> the gaslight is a warning to let you know you're on your last leg. You literally are about to be on your legs because you'll be walking. <laughs> it's a warning. So how much more if we can warn each other through technology, your stomach warns you, it'll start growling and say, you need to eat some. If we see these warnings all over the place, how much more should we recognize the warning that comes from God? See, we're fast. To recognize the gaslight warning, we react to that. We say, oh, my light came on. I, I got to get some gas. You respond to that warning. You respond to your stomach. You, you have that sensation that goes on. You, your stomach saying you need to eat something. You respond to that. You respond when the check engine light comes on in your car. You make the trip to advance auto. You make the trip when they tell you you need to change your oil. You respond. But what about the warning that comes from God? John said, who warned you about it? Somebody had to come and tell you because you didn't know on your own. None of us know on our own. Somebody had to tell us first. Your car had to tell you that you need some gas. You didn't know on your own. You'd be riding and then your car just cut off. Because you wouldn't know. Something or someone has to warn you. So when it comes to God, we need the warning. So John said, who told you? I want to go to the book of Amos. Because I want to look at the warning. Uh, Amos, the fifth chapter. And I believe I won't. Verse, yeah, we'll start at verse 14 here. 
we're talking about the warning. Who's warned you to flee this wrath from the great and terrible God? Seek good. Seek good. Uh-huh. And not evil. Mm-hmm. That ye may live. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. He tells us this is what you need to do to avoid the wrath. Seek good. Don't seek after evil. We running after evil. You see somebody fighting, which way you run? To the evil. We did it in school all the time. You see a, a, a crowd of folks, you running over there trying to find out. You running to evil. We weren't running away from it. So God says, see good. Uh-huh. And so the Lord... Again, so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Mm-hmm. Hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the Lord, God of hosts, will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. Now, he's continuing to tell us how to avoid this wrath. Seek good and hate the evil. Don't hate the person. Hate the evil that the person commits. There's a difference. Big difference. But let's keep moving. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord, the God of hosts, the Lord said thus. For this reason, God said this. Uh-huh. Welling shall be in all streets. It's going to be some crying. It's some crying right now in the world. It's some crying in the world that we're living in today. See, I watched. I sat back and I watched a lot of people talk about how the coronavirus is nothing. It doesn't matter. To me, uh, whether you say people are dying or not, nobody wants to get sick. Nobody wants to be sick. Because I guarantee you, if somebody you love gets sick, you start getting worried. I've watched as people made jokes about this thing, but then their family members gotten sick. And now they're worried. Rightfully so. We're seeing wailing in the street, but there's more to come. This is only the beginning of sorrows. This isn't the end. This is the beginning of the wrath that's to come. All right. And they shall say in all the highways, less, less. And they shall call the husbandman to mourning and such as are skillful of lamentation to wailing. We'll be calling on God. That's what we're doing now. When we get sick, we know who to call on. Let's keep going. And in all vineyards shall be wailing, for I will pass through thee, saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. See, you know, a lot of people, we're desiring to leave this world. We're in our minds. We're saying, man, when I die, I'm going straight to heaven. You know, you see some people, uh, they're sick and their their family may say, well. When they die, they'll just go to heaven and be with the Lord. They're desiring the day of the Lord. But I want to see what thus saith the Lord. This isn't thus saith Tony. This is what the Lord said. He said, woe unto you that are desiring to see my face. 
because you're going to see the terrible side. Uh huh. To what end is it for you? What is it going to be like for you, though? Because you have it in your mind that you're going to see the great God, the loving God, the Lamb, but you don't know. You have not yet did what God told you. This is the warning to flee from the wrath. He said, what is the end going to be for you, though? Uh-huh. The day of the Lord is darkness. It's going to be darkness for you. And not light. Not light. You think you're headed to pie in the sky. You think you're headed to a happy day. But he said, no. You're desiring to see my face, but it's going to be terrible for you. He said, you should have taken heed to the warning. But you continue to make excuses for why you didn't do what God said do. Let's keep going here. As if a man did flee from a lion. This is how it's going to be for us if we don't take heed to this warning. He said, in the day of the Lord, you're desiring to see him. But this is what's going to happen. He said, it's going to be like a man running from a lion. Uh-huh. And a bear met him. And a bear met him. There's no escape. You said, I got away from the lion. But then the bear got you. No escape. No hiding place. There was nowhere to escape. I'm reminded of Paul. He said, how shall we escape so great a salvation. if we neglect so great a salvation? How shall we? We can't. Because you'll be just as this man running from a lion and ran straight into the bear. You didn't know the whole time you were running to the bear. You thought you were running away from the lion, but you were running to the bear. The great and terrible God who hath warned you, John said. He said, who warned you to flee from this? Because God is trying to give us the escape plan. He's given us the escape to flee from his wrath. But will we take the warning? Who hath warned you? All right. Or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. Thought you were safe. That's how we are. We're feeling everything is okay. But we don't know we're headed for destruction. Who hath warned you to flee? This is the warning right here. Somebody's going to say, I don't want to hear no stuff like this. I just want to hear love and compassion. You know, Tony, uh, that video you saw a long time ago on Facebook about this guy was filming outside during a, a bad storm and lightning struck somewhere near him and he ran inside the house and thought he was safe. <laughs> Remember that video? Mm -mm. It's a long time ago. Um, and we were saying just because you in that house doesn't oh, yeah. mean you're, you're mm -hmm. always safe. Yeah. So God can make that lightning hit anywhere or cause some something else to attack you. Mm hmm. So that just reminded me of that. And Sister Betty says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Sister Betty. Praise him, sister. Ain't he Betty. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so 
we see there is no escape. God is looking for somebody to do his will, to follow him. So we see here, we can't hide from God. What we must do is submit to him. This is the warning to flee from the wrath that's awaiting us. We can escape this. We don't have to go through this, these things that we're reading. We have the choice to overcome. We have the choice to make the escape. Mm-hmm. So not the day of the Lord be darkness and mm -hmm. not light. It's going to be darkness. Mm-hmm. Even very dark. And no brightness in it. Even very dark. I want to go to the book of Revelations. Because we see what the end is going to be like in the book of Revelation. He gives us a taste here in Amos. But I want to look at some specific things in the book of Revelation. Uh, I believe I want the ninth chapter here. Yeah. John came to ask, who hath warned you? And I'm coming today to ask you, has anybody warned you to flee from the anger of God? We're seeing right now, we're seeing what the coronavirus has done to the world. There's still people not working. This has completely changed the world. You can say it's fake or whatever you want to say. If it is fake, it still has changed the world. It's the fakest thing I've ever seen to change the world this much. <laughs> this is a part of God's wrath. And there's so much more in store. Because we still are not willing to line up with God. We're still making excuses for why we can't follow God. We talked about this last night. When people are considering coming to the church, they say, well, you know, I'm going to get right first and then I'll, I'll come to God. But that's not how it works. If you could get right on your own, you wouldn't need God. But we all come to God to get right. We come to him to avoid the wrath to come. So we'll pick up the book of Revelations. We'll look at verse one here. And the fifth angel sounded. Mm -hmm. And I saw a star fall from heaven unto the, unto the earth. Mm -hmm. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit. We're talking about the end times, a pit with no bottom. We never seen this. We never seen a pit with no bottom. See, a lot of times we cook on the pit, call it a barbecue grill. <laughs> we cook on a pit, but it has a bottom. But this pit here, the angel opened it and it had no bottom. We know that death and hell will be cast into the bottomless pit. Imagine falling forever in darkness. We don't want to experience this wrath. We don't want to experience this. That's what, that's what I'm trying to warn you about. 
so you don't have to experience this. It's, it's not God's will that any should perish. But somebody's still going to choose to because they didn't pay attention to the warning. You know, that's what Noah did. He came and tried to warn the people that there would be a flood. And the people said, you crazy. <laughs> you the dumbest person I ever seen. I've never heard anything as crazy as this. You know how we talk. But Noah continued to obey God. Despite what anybody said. He continued to have hope. That what God told him would come to pass. And so what ended up happening was the wrath came. But. When people recognized that the wrath was here, it was too late to escape then. No doubt. I'm sure somebody tried and say, well, what if I can make it over there to Noah? He'll let me in the boat now. He didn't have the power to. We must take the warning. To escape this wrath. So the bottomless pit. The angel was given the key of the bottomless pit. Uh-huh. And he opened the bottomless pit. And the angel opens the pit. Now, all right. And there arose a smoke out of the pit. My, my, my. We've seen this before. We've seen when the volcano erupts. This pit is open. And a great smoke comes out of it. This is going to be the worst volcano that we ever seen, though. This one, the one that we're reading about. Look at how powerful this is going to be. It was going to be the smoke of a great furnace. All right. As the smoke of a great furnace mm -hmm. and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. Now, we've seen a volcano erupt, but it hasn't been enough to overpower the light of the sun. There won't be any light. He just told us in the book of Amos, he said, the day of the Lord is darkness. It's not light. These, this is the wrath of God. Being revealed to ungodliness. That's what Paul told us. This is the wrath of God. So John came to ask, and I'm coming to ask today. I know a lot of people are going to ignore it. But I still must do my job because my plan is to to escape this wrath. You can say it's crazy or whatever you want to say, but we'll find out in the end. Why not escape this wrath? The pit was open. And. It darkened the air. We've seen this with the volcano, the smoke that comes out. It's a great smoke. You know, when you're cooking something. And you're boiling the pot with the water and the food on the stove. When you open that lid, a smoke comes out. But this smoke is going to be far greater than that smoke. I know somebody's experienced this because once you open that that lid, a lot of heat comes out and you get real hot. You have to take a step back. <laughs> you have to take a step back. But there will be no escape for this smoke. 
there will be no escape for the fire. He told us it'd be fire. That's what we see with the volcano. It was water the first time that consumed the whole world. And now we see the fire is coming. We've seen the volcano erupting. He's giving us a taste of the wrath to come. That's the warning sign. That eruption, that's the warning sign because that's a fire that no man had to start. See, we take a match and we start a lot of fires. We start those fires. You take a lighter and you start a fire. But this fire that's coming, we can't start it. And therefore, we can't put it out either. So he said it's going to darken the air and the sun. Uh-huh. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. There came out of the smoke locusts. Locusts. Uh-huh. And unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. Now these locusts have power. We know what a locust does. Excuse me, we know what a scorpion does. A lot of people might not know anything about a locust, but we know about a scorpion. We know the scorpion stings. So he's going to tell us, drop down to verse 7. He's going to tell us what these locusts are going to be like. I'm trying to warn somebody out there about the wrath that's awaiting. Because this is going to be a very horrible time. We think the world is in turmoil now. We'll see how much we're talking about the economy, the inflation, when we're worried about the scorpions after us. We're not going to be talking about the, the debt that we owe to other countries when we're looking at these scorpions. Because let's see how the scorpions are going to be. And the shapes of the locusts mm -hmm. were like unto horses. Prepared unto battle. A horse prepared to battle. It's going to be like a horse prepared for battle with the armor on. Mm-hmm. Prepared to battle. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold. Mm -hmm. And their faces were as the faces of men. Now, this locust was going to be in the shape of a horse. Prepared to battle. Strong horse. We see horses running in uh, races. And we see just how beautiful they are. How big and strong they look. They're prepared for the race. This horse. This locust is going to be shaped as a horse prepared for a battle. Because it is going to come and fight us fight mankind because of the wrath that we've brought upon ourselves and it's going to have the face of a man mm-hmm and they had hair as the hair of women face of a man and long hair like a woman what a creature we <laughs> we've seen commercials looking like this with a man's chest and head on the body of a horse. I know you've seen a commercial like that before. We've seen. I believe that's Old Spice. Yep. We've seen things like this because somebody, the
the devil is showing somebody the wrath to come. They didn't even notice it. Nobody has thought about when they watched that commercial. Man, it's going to be locusts looking like this. No, you said, woo. Yeah, oh, smite smell good. And you fail to recognize the wrath is coming. It's taking someone to warn you. This is what it's going to be like. A horse with the face of a man and the hair of a woman. Mm-hmm. And their teeth, whereas the teeth of lions. Now, we don't want to see a creature like this. The teeth as the teeth of lions. I've seen so many videos of the lion. The lion shows off those teeth to strike fear. Showing off the teeth to let you know, I can hurt you now. <laughs> uh-huh. And they had breastplates. As it were breastplates of iron. Look at how these creatures are prepared for a battle. We know as humans, we're fragile. You get a paper cut. You, you hit your toe on your refrigerator. You hit your toe on your wall. You hurting. What can you do with a creature like this? That's prepared for a battle. You, you, you will not be prepared for this battle. And I'll show you why. Uh-huh. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. What a creature. What a creature. Uh-huh. And they had tails like and, unto scorpions. And then they had a tail to sting. That's why he brought up the scorpion earlier. Because they have a tail to sting. What? Look at how magnificent this creature is going to be. This is going to be a terror. It's this creature, these creatures, because it'll be more than one. These creatures will terrorize humanity. I know this sounds like some fictional, some, uh, <laughs> some fictional things. This sounds like a fairy tale. But it sounded like a fairy tale in the days of Noah, too. And they said, this guy's a lunatic. Yet and still, I'm coming to warn you of the wrath to come. Because you don't want to be around to experience this. We don't even want to experience the coronavirus. How can we hold up to these scorpions? Teeth of a lion with the face of a man, the hair of a woman, the tail of a scorpion, the body of a horse prepared to battle with the breastplate. Uh-huh. And there were stings in their tails. Mm -hmm. And their power was to hurt men five months. They were going to hurt men five months. They were going to hurt men five months. See, we'll come right back uh, to that verse. Uh, but read verse four. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth. They didn't come here to eat grass. <laughs> they didn't come here to eat grass. So don't try to give them any. <laughs> don't try to give them any fruits. They didn't come here for that. 
You say, oh, they just hungry. Yeah, but they're not going to eat the grass. Uh-huh. Neither any green thing. Neither any green thing. They don't want no green apples. They don't want no green eggs and ham either. <laughs> These scorpions are serious. These locusts are serious. God is serious. There's a wrath to come, and he's warning us right now to escape this wrath. God doesn't want us a part of this. But somebody's still going to hang around because they ignored the warning. John asked him, he said, who warned you? Has anybody told you about this? Because somebody needs to. But they didn't want to hear John either. The king had him beheaded because the king didn't want to hear about this wrath. A lot of people won't, will not want to hear it. So they're not coming to eat any green thing. No grass. Uh-huh. Oh, scroll back up to it. Neither any tree. Not a tree. They don't want a plum. They don't want anything from the tree. Uh-huh. But only those men. Which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. They only came to torment humanity. This is the wrath of God. This is the wrath of God. Uh-huh. And to them, it was given that they should not kill them. Now, this is why there's not going to be any escape. Because somebody, the devil, the devil fools people. Somebody can hear about this and they'll say, well, that's why I got my guns. That's why I stay ready. But there's nothing you'll be able to do with these creatures. No gun will have any effect on them. Because they were commanded not to kill you. Death would be too easy. They're not coming to kill you, uh-huh. And again, and to them, it was given that they should not kill them, mm -hmm. but that they should be tormented five months. They're going to be stinging and biting for five months. <laughs> Who wants to be around this? This is the warning from God. To escape, to get saved. To obey him, to follow him, to trust him, to love one another. This is the warning because we don't, we don't like pain. But he told us, you're desiring the day of the Lord. But what, what's the end going to be like for you? This is what the end is going to be like. You're going to be running from this scorpion. But you can't escape. He said it'll be just like a man running from a bear, running from a lion, and ran straight into the bear. There's no escape. You can't escape these locusts. They'll be tormenting mankind for five months. Mm-hmm. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion mm -hmm. when he striketh a man. Mm-hmm. And in those days shall man seek death. You after a certain point, after we recognize 
There's nothing we can do with this. The gun didn't work. The BB gun didn't work. The the 45 didn't work. Your favorite rifle did not work. This is why I try to tell people the only real protection is God. Your second amendment can't protect you from this. Nothing can. No one can. He said, he told us there's no escape for this. People are going to seek death. Uh-huh. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. Mm -hmm. And on their heads were as it were crowns like gold. Did we finish verse 6? Yep. And death shall flee from them. Read, read that verse again for me. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it. Oh, no, we didn't finish it. Read that again for me. And in those days shall men seek death. We'll seek death. Uh-huh. And shall not find it. And we can't find it whatsoever. That's a sad way. That's a sad life to live. To be seeking to die. But no matter what we tried, we couldn't die. You couldn't even hurt yourself. You couldn't kill yourself. You still felt pain, but you couldn't die. You can try to shoot yourself, but God said you're not going to die. Because this is his wrath. You know you're in trouble when you start experiencing this. You know you're in trouble. Once you get in this time, you know you're in trouble. Because what can you do? The scriptures are already written. He's not going to hear your cry. The scripture says, seek the Lord while it's early. Seek him when you can find him. Because one day is going to be too late. And the wrath is going to overtake you. God doesn't want his children to experience this. He wants us to be saved. We don't have to go through this, but somebody must warn you about what's to come. Somebody must tell you. Somebody must warn you. So he said, and in those days, men shall seek death and shall not find it. Uh -huh. And shall desire to die. Mm -hmm. And death shall flee from them. And death shall flee. Death is going to run away. <laughs> now, that's a powerful scorpion <laughs> for even death to run. Won't be able to die. So Amos said, why are we desiring the day of the Lord? What is the end going to be like for you? He could see that a lot of us weren't going to have a good end. We would be tormented. And this isn't all of the torment. This is just part of it. But I want to look at this to warn somebody. We can flee from this. We don't have to experience this. We can escape. We can be saved. That's what salvation is about. Escaping God's wrath. Being delivered. That's what we see in the children of Israel. They thought all hope was lost when they got to the Red Sea. They didn't see the escape. 
but God had already planned a way for them to escape. That's what he's going to do in this day. He's going to work a work that so many people are not going to believe. He's made a way for us to escape the locust. Just as he made a way for them to escape Pharaoh. But will you take this plan? Will you escape? Has anybody warned you? Who hath warned you to flee from the wrath that's still to come? As I said, when we open, we see the volcanoes. We see how they erupt, how the smoke comes. But one of these days, God is going to open up the pit. We only get a glimpse now, but they'll be fully open. One of these great days, because for somebody, it'll be a great day. And for somebody else, it'll be terrible. Because somebody will escape this day. Somebody will be saved. Who's on the Lord's side? I hear the words. Who's on the Lord's side? Choose ye this day whom you will serve. We have the choice right now to decide if we're going to follow Christ or if we'll follow mammon. So I don't have anything else to say. I, there's so much that God wants to save us from. And I'm praying that somebody, somebody out there would choose to be saved from this wrath because I know I speak for myself I don't like pain I don't like it I've never been stung by a scorpion <laughs> but I don't want to either I don't play with a scorpion I don't get in his territory so I'm praying that we wouldn't play with God we would take the chance of salvation. So I'm going to turn it back over to Melvin at this time. But I thank you guys for listening. Sure, for sure. Um, we have another comment. Sister Rosie says, praise him, praise him, praise, praise the him. Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And I don't know how much this scripture has been mentioned, but I know it hasn't been mentioned enough. Um, it says, as the days, as in, like it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. And Roderick says, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank, thank you for the comment. And definitely thank you, Jesus, because he, he, he's great and he, and he has mercy. But he's also terrible to those that are disobedient. And when we, you know, talk about a subject like this, it's not to invoke fear. It's not to just to scare people. It's just bringing them the truth, bringing you guys the truth, just to be aware of what God is capable of doing and what he is going to bring because we read these in the scripture. I know a lot of people don't like going to the book of Revelation. I had one of my friends tell me a while ago, um, they said, oh, I don't like reading the book of Revelation. Nah, I stay away from that. <laughs> But we need to read it. We need to be informed of what we should be trying to escape. Paul said, how shall we escape if we neglect this great salvation that God is offering to us? If we neglect it, there will not be an escape. Like the man um, that Amos talked about, running from a bear, ran into a lion, ran into the house and lean your hand up against the wall because you're tired. 
and all that running, then the serpent bit you. <laughs> and if you somehow get away from that, I guarantee you guys gonna have something else. See, we try to avoid so many things, but if God, if it's in God's will, it will happen. And He's given us a way out of it, but a lot of people won't take heed. So as in the like as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. Like I was saying last week, I believe that was. Um, we're basically preaching a foolish, a foolish message like Noah was because nobody heard about rain at the time. The, the plants and the grass was watered from the earth. And so what does Noah look like telling everybody water is going to come from the sky and cover the whole world and drown everybody? going to sound crazy. And that's what we sound like today when we talk about, oh, go to the water, get baptized in Jesus' name, get the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. People haven't heard about that. Because maybe, oh, my mom didn't do it. My dad, he's a preacher. He, he doesn't preach that stuff. So, no, I don't think I have to do it. And said all the time human emotion can definitely get us in trouble because if it's a loved one somebody that's really really close to us and then they follow a certain thing then we're going to want to follow that certain thing and sometimes we'll even know it's wrong but we'll say well my mom is doing it my dad is doing it they wouldn't leave me wrong but we better look and see what the bible says because on the day of the Lord on the day of judgment, God is not going to ask you what well what what mama do or what dad do, what your cousin do, what your brother do. He's going to say, well, what did you do? I sent preachers to tell you to warn you of these times to tell you what you must do to be saved. You didn't listen to him. It's a scripture. I'm not sure where it is, but uh, it says that nobody's going to believe the true God sent preacher. There's only going to be a few of them, but nobody's going to want to believe them. We all think about our the days, the day that we going to die and say, man, Lord, just we're just going to go, go up and be with God. And I, I had somebody say that and I, I said, yeah, that's what we all think. We all think that we're on our way to heaven, you know. Not reading the Bible, not studying, not doing anything that God is telling us to do. Sure, we may hold a door open for somebody, but we're not making it to heaven with good deeds, you know, like that. Oh, hold the door open for a hundred people and you're going to earn a point towards your <laughs> salvation. No, it's not like that. People want to do what God says until he until they actually see what God is calling us to do. <laughs> Once they see that type of life. Yeah, they they out like um, I'm reminded of what a great preacher once said when it comes to coming to God. People look at what they have to lose instead of what they have to gain, because when you following God, the actual true way, you're going to lose a lot. But what we don't focus on is we're going to gain even more because Jesus said there are many mansions in my father's house. I know we would love a mansion. He said there are many of them waiting for us. If we do what he said, take heed to what he said. So I just pray that we all, you know, take deep dives into the Bible. Um, 
I want to thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out. Been doing this for 77 weeks now, and we're just praying. Uh, we've been reaching and connecting to more and more people, and I just thank God for the ability that He allowed technology to advance so far that we can sit in the comfort of our, of our home, own house and talk to people from different countries, different states. Because a lot of people, you know, have said, I, I've never heard of the gospel that you guys preach. I remember we were talking about um, a story that was really, it's really famous. A lot of people know about it and a lot of people try to use it in their defense when, when they sin. And they said they'll go back to the story when Jesus said he who was without sin cast the first stone. And people will try to use that as a defense and say, see, everybody's sin, so this is all right. But they always miss the last part when Jesus told the young woman to go and sin no more. Or when he stooped down on the ground and started writing and all the men that accused the woman of adultery plead. Because he was writing the record, everything that they did wrong. And people say, wow, I didn't think about it like that. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Very grateful to be able to reach so many people, whoever is willing to listen can listen to our past videos, our podcasts, anywhere. And we've recently started having just Bible studies on, I keep forgetting what it's called, but this new thing on Facebook, I think it's like Messenger Rooms or something, Facebook Messenger Rooms. But um, we've been doing that, seems like, every day now. So, I mean, anybody is welcome to join. No matter what time it is or or none of that matters because we know that everybody who's diligently seeking God it's going to have questions. That's what Minister Banks here is for. True God sent preacher, God's messenger, to give us the true word of God to those who are willing to listen. Because a lot of people are not willing to listen, and a lot of people have said very mean things. We we have a lot of good comments, but we also have the bad comments. So. And what I would like to say for them is I still love them. No, no wrong feelings. Because we have, God said, we're, we were promised a lot of things and we're also promised persecutions. So those people are supposed to do that. That's expected. And that goes for anybody who's living a truly God-led lifestyle. You're going to have people talk down on you talk bad about you because you're different. We talked about that a while ago. The topic was you are special. And the image that was chosen was it had a bunch of stick people and they were white. And then it had one little stick person in the middle of a large crowd and they were red. They were special. They were different. And that's how it is with the people of God. See, the majority of people are not going to be willing to do what God has told us to do. But for that one in every million or that one in every how, how, however large the ratio is, they're going to be willing to do it. And sometimes they may feel uncomfortable because they're the only person that's red in a sea of people that is white. And I'm not talking about race. I'm, I'm literally talking about stick people. Because we don't want to stand out. But that's what God is calling us to do. Let your light so shine so that men may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. That's what, that's what he's calling us to do, to bring us out of our comfort zone. But that's what we don't want to do. We want to fit in. 
a lot another excuse that we use is well everybody else is doing it so it must be right <laughs> and i would say no it must be wrong because we know that the majority of people go to hell and that's just the the truth of it not saying that to invoke fear but just saying that so that you can be aware matthew 7 13 and 14 enter ye in at the straight gate or wide is the gate that leads to destruction but narrow is the way that leads to eternal life and only a few are going to find it so my question is my question to you is are you going to be a part of that few but i see we don't have any further comments so i want to thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out and being mindful of the things that god is trying to get across to us because he's he's telling us everything that we need to know in the bible people don't want to go in the bible to read and see what he's saying that's how he speaks so i'm gonna end it right there uh you got anything else to say no <clears throat> so again thank you guys for tuning in um thank you sister betty sister rosa and roger for um leaving the comments uh, we all I always try to like to thank everybody individually to show you how much that we appreciate you guys for coming hanging out with us listening to what god has to say and interact interacting because we love the interactions and and the questions that people ask because if you have a specific question about anything i can just about guarantee that somebody else has that same question so we always encourage you guys to ask questions. So again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for interacting with us. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. There is reason to have joy in the midst of every storm, even though we may not see it. We know what the scripture says, walk by faith. So again, thank you guys. And we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. My name is Melvin Corners here along with Minister Tony Banks who brings the word every week. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. You should tune in and ask questions or just tell us how you're doing. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic. Rejoice in the Lord always. Music